0: Welcome to episode 200 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Did you think we'd make it here? I, th- I think I asked you that a while back, but I'm asking you again, right off the top. Uh, I don't know. Three and, I, and a half years ago, were you thinking, this thing's going to go on for hundreds of episodes?
1: I wasn't sure. I, I, you know, I'd like to say yeah, but yeah. I didn't know at the time. Because at the time, when we started, we had no fucking clue what we were doing.
0: Yeah, no expectation if we could even... Yeah. Get past three episodes. Exa- yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, I still have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> right. What What about you? What did Did you think? What did you think? You think we'd make it this far? Be honest. We're well, in the
0: trust tree. Safe haven. <laughs> I didn't have the thought that we wouldn't, but I wasn't really ever thinking like... It was just kind of one of those things, like, like you said, we weren't thinking about it. So then we jumped in and I was just like, you know, hey, if we can do this for 50 episodes... I think we've accomplished something. Yeah. So I didn't really think that far ahead about it because I didn't, like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. Exactly. Any more than you knew what you were doing. Even how to like put a damn podcast up We just did it on the fly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? (laughs) Uh, That's neither here nor there. We're here.
1: 200 episodes. Uh, Thank you. Thank everyone for listening. Thanks to the Tulsa and the Oklahoma rock and roll scene. Yes. So... Um, it's great to be here and it's a great thing to have 200
0: of these under our belt. That's right. Yeah, I know a lot of these, we've had listeners all over the place, not just in this country, but all over the world. But like you said, Tulsa and Oklahoma City and the surrounding area, Fort Smith even, has really embraced us because, you know, we have a lot of bands from this area on as well. Mm -hmm. So huge thanks to everybody in these scenes for... Keeping us going in the early days and obviously keeping us going strong now. You know? Undoubtedly.
1: They're yeah. our lifeblood. We can't do it without you guys, so thank you. And speaking of those kind of bands, Severmind Mind is one of them. That's right. It can only be fitting. Only be fitting. They were one of our first interviews. They were our hundredth. Now there are our two
2: when can we tell people that we were at the 200th and you know stick up your ass because we're the one? <laughs> we still can you do going? it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no do editing, do it now. <laughs> sure. No editing. Damn it,
0: Chris, quit talking like <laughs> that. <laughs> it's funny. Like a few weeks ago, in my head, I was like, "Who could we get for 200?" And then it just hit me. I'm like, "We should just get Severmind again because exactly. they were 100. Exactly. They should be the milestone again." And then, like literally, like a day or two later, you messaged me and you said, "Hey, I think we should have a mind. <laughs> that's right. So that's right. We didn't even have to discuss it. You exactly, know? because you know, it's it, it's it's
1: about it's about the connections and the relationships, and um, you know the the kind of grassroots thing that got us going around here, and we we don't want to forget that, and we want to bring it back to that. And I don't care if by episode nine hundred we've went around the globe and we've interviewed fucking everybody. If we come to nine hundred, Severmind's still going to be the goddamn band we're going to have on to interview. <laughs> That's, That's right. just how it is.
0: <laughs> we'll talk more about Severmind here in a bit, but up front we need to let you know that we are sponsored and have been for quite a while by Deb Concerts. So huge thank you to them for their sponsorship of the show. They're a promoter based here in the Tulsa area. They bring tons of great shows here to Tulsa, bands like that we grew up on, like. Steelheart, Warrant, Firehouse, Jack Russell's great white, Dockin, Faster Pussycat. Who else? Lita Ford. LA Guns, Sebastian Bach, yeah. Winger.
1: Right. You might have said Winger, I don't know. I did not. Oh, but there, there you go. Mean.
0: But speaking of Jesus LA Guns Christ. Speaking of LA Guns, man, just here Yeah, around the corner. Here in just a few days, this Saturday night, December eighth. Get your ass to the ideal ballroom. LA Guns will return. Both Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis are back together again, putting on a great show. And not only that, the mightily underrated Junkyard will be on the show as well. Exactly. Cannot wait. Yeah. Been talking about this building up every week because
1: neither one of us can wait. No, no, it's going to be. This is one of our bucket list bands. Yes.
0: Junkyard. Look up all their albums, especially the first couple. If you love that era of music, if you love rock and roll, if you love hard rock, if you love stuff like Tesla and Cinderella, mix them together and you got you some Junkyard. There you go. But yeah, that show will also feature ODD, a band out of Atlanta, and Grind, a band out of Tulsa. That's right. Grind's been on this podcast before, more than once. CJ's actually been on here like four times. Yeah. And they'll be on here again, I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, and yeah. and you know, and I'm glad they're on this bill. I'm glad they're on this show.
0: Definitely. So yeah, four great bands, get out there at the Ideal Ballroom, Eddie Trunk will be hosting the show. Then going into 2019, February 13th, Saxon will be at the Ideal Ballroom. Would you look at that? Yeah. Sometimes you
1: just gotta look at it and say, would you look at that?
0: Every week, you're I just mean, like, saying it out loud, like, it, is that really happening? It's happening. Yeah, Doug Burgess has made it happen. He's the man. That's right. And
1: this show is gonna be off the fucking rails, dude.
0: Yeah. You could see Saxon in the fucking Quick Trip, and it would sound good because yeah. they're so badass. But put him in the space like the Ideal, just can't imagine. This is a this is the type of place that you want to see a band like this. You know, Saxon is meant for yes, you know the fucking Vikings and Hellfests of the world or the arenas. But when you see them in a club, it's, you just realize how mighty this fucking band is. You know? Yeah, I mean, to me, this is they're one. They're they're so up
1: there. You know, of uh, my favorite bands. It's like if Metallica or I don't know, Priest was coming around and gonna do a club show like this. Hey, hey,
0: I know how you much know you love it sex. It might and, be for you. No, I know how much you love sex, I and mean, I'm saying if Metallica was doing the ideal or the canes, you would be flipping your shit on a daily basis more than you are right now. Well, I'm j I am i do not okay. know, I'm flipping my shit pretty hard. <laughs> okay.
1: why you have to question everything. Just go with it. You you don't know the inner workings of my mind do okay. when it comes to Metallica. Jesus Christ! You know what? I try to, I try to fucking express some shit. No, okay. you know, I try to fucking, you know, drum up some some fire and some energy for this stuff, and you, you just want to shoot it down. You you just want to you just want to hold it down by the neck and just grab it by the haunches and have your way with it, and I don't appreciate it. Okay, so you know, hashtag me too. Okay, just. Just, just let it, just, just let a guy fucking be happy and express himself. Okay, I will from now on. Thank you. For the Next two hundred episodes, at least.
0: Yeah, at least episode four hundred one, it's on. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> this show is Saxon. Will feature down for five. Speaking of two hundred episodes, down for five. Two of the members were the first people we ever interviewed on this podcast. Yes. We had a few other people on the podcast for them, but they were the first band that we brought on in his interview, Scott and Jana, and they've been back on here multiple times. Down for Five is great. Mud Flux is great. They will also be on this show. And that show, yeah, you said that show is not hosted by Eddie Trunk, right? No, it is not. Speaking of Eddie Trunk, he hosts pretty much all the shows at Ideal, except the sax one. So get out there, meet him, come to these shows, Hit up hit up all the opening bands to buy tickets. Save a few bucks, helps them out, or get on Stubwire, or buy them at the door. Whatever you got to do, just get your ass there and see these shows. Get there. Be present. (laughs) That's right. All right, before we get into all this stuff we got going on, we need to mention something that happened a couple weeks ago. We lost a member of the Tulsa music scene, Jacob Clovis. He's actually someone we had talked about getting on his podcast before, but we didn't ever make it happen. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw Redneck Nosferatu more than once, and I know how much I loved him, and I know that you really fucking love these guys. Definitely, it, you know, just it's just a when you think of punk rock at its fucking max, you know, just like I don't even know how to explain it, just a fucking wall of punk. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's that's, not that's
1: your, I like that right there, wall of
0: punk. Yeah, it's not your fucking happy, you know, little you know, radio punk. This was. The shit. The real shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, actually, you know, Jacob ran Bad Cat Printing as well. Yes. he printed our koozies. You know, did a lot of stuff for area bands as well. He was in the Decomposed, who actually saw. That was way back before he was in the band, though. Okay. But we had uh, Lola Henderson, who's a member of Redneck Nosferatu on his podcast back in episode 106, and she... You know, talked a lot about the band, a lot about Jacob and everything they had done together. Mm-hmm. So go back and check that out if you're not familiar with Red Knight Nosferatu. I just think it's a it's a huge loss because that's, you know, the band was already kind of, what's the right word? They're on hiatus, you know. Mm-hmm. They talked about how they were still going to do stuff, but Lola had moved, you know, to New England. And so they were up in there at the moment, and that's why he was in the Decomposed. But do yourself a favor and look these guys up. They got music out there, and it's great. And we'll miss him for sure.
1: Definitely. Definitely. is a terrible loss. And, uh, you know, all the best to his friends and family.
0: That's right. Speaking of Lola, congratulations to her. She recently had a, yes, had a baby.
3: So, Congrats. shout out to Lola.
0: All right. So, first up, I saw the Nixons. That's right. That's right. Yeah. This is something we've, you know, talked about here over the past year and a half, basically, because they came back and did their first... Was it maybe June or earlier in the year, I think, in Oklahoma City they had done their first show and then they played in Tulsa like in June of twenty seventeen. And for some reason we were Well at I mean, another show We're out of town. We couldn't see Yeah, that. it was uh same night as
1: something we were It no, it was the night that we interviewed uh that crotchety old gripey fuck from Anvil.
0: Oh shit. And uh So we went to see Anvil and our buddies in Night Demon
1: yes. in Oklahoma City.
0: And they were playing here? the same.
1: No, they were playing in Oklahoma City the same
0: night. Oh, okay. But you well, know, I meant we they were, played the Canes around that time too when we were gone or something. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know what happened with that, but you know, uh, uh, but yeah, we were
0: uh, we were all night demoned up. So, that's right. and, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had talked about you know hoping to see them. They've done a few shows, you know, besides just Tulsa, Oklahoma City. I know they played a a festival show in Dallas, and a, yes, I think they've done a few other things, but. You know they've been working back in summer reunion shows over the past year and a half now, so I was glad to finally get to catch one of them. They opened up for the Smashing Pumpkins at the Brady Theater this past Sunday night, mm-hmm. and you know I haven't seen them since. I don't know what the when the last time I saw them was. I can't really remember. Yeah, we saw them many times we back. We saw them in so the many 90s. times back then. Yeah, and it it was just it felt. You know, without sounding cliche, it felt just like it did back then. You yeah, know? That's, that's good. Because all the music, you know, the four, you know, it's the four same guys. They're on point. They, they've all continued as musicians, so it's not, you know, like anything you had to worry about. Yeah. And it sounded just like the Nixon's. You know, they, they, you know, they they leaned heavy on the stuff from FOMA, Halo. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously. Yeah. If you're familiar with the band before. FOMA came out. Halo was mostly a lot of the same songs yeah. before the major label album. But, you know, they played both those songs, FOMA and Halo. They played Fellowship, um, Happy Song. Of course, they played Sister. Mm-hmm. They played uh, Baton Rouge from, what was the name of that album? The Latest Thing? The Nixons. Oh, yeah, The Nixons. Oh, latest Thing was the third one. Yeah, no, that, that was the one after that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, But, yeah, I mean, it was a good 40-minute set and... Great stuff, you know, and had a good. good good crowd response. And yeah, it's kind of funny because you know this is like some dorky thing to say, you know, like notice, but we're music geeks, right? Yeah, you know, back then I think didn't all of them have long hair except John Humphrey, if I remember right. Yeah, and, and now now, he's, now he's got long hair, and the other three actually. don't. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was always like the short haired one or something there. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, imagine that.
0: That's what being in a a world. Traveling rock band will do to Yeah, yeah see yeah, them there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm glad you got to see them. Yeah, I hope I'm, I hope
0: we can see a you know a headline show here in Tulsa, Oklahoma City in the coming year. I'm sure they'll do it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to see them. Uh, they played the Tower Theater a few weeks ago in Oklahoma City, just like a headlining show, which would have been great to see. But it was sandwiched in between a bunch of shit we were doing around here at the time, and yeah, and it was a Thursday night, so fuck it. That's I don't right. know. It was weird. But we'll we'll see him. We'll see him. Yeah, they should. They, you know, they should be put on, you know, Rocklahoma or something.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, yeah. now that they're back together. Yeah. They. Oh yeah, they also played that the song "Song of the Year," which is the new song mm-hmm. they released last year. After which is a good here. song. It's yeah. a good song. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so happy they're back and happy I got to see him. Cool, cool. And I'm not gonna go into Smash Pumpkins. I talked about that last time. I know you don't want to talk about it, but no. I just want to throw in that they brought out Hansen.
1: Which I love. I think that's yeah. great. And I don't give a fuck what anyone <laughs> thinks. Go eat
0: it. I know. It was great. You know, he you know, he said, Hey James, you you know, met some guys earlier that, you know, you wanted to bring out here and he's like, Yeah You know, and they just had some little banter about it and then they brought him out and I was like he got a huge fucking reaction, of course. Well yeah. And then they played landslide which they normally play anyway and the three of them sang it and then then a little bit later they brought out the singer and guitarist from chainsaw kittens awesome and they did Suffragette city that's fucking badass and it sounded fucking great that's cool yeah i mean i don't you know chainsaw kittens is one of those bands we knew mm-hmm. when we were young because they're like the indie band from Oklahoma that kind of, that, you yeah. know, that went on tour and everything. Exactly. But I didn't really know much about him outside of that. Yeah. And, I mean, that dude fucking still has the pipes, you know? And Yeah. If you're up there singing Bowie, you know, you can't fucking slack off. It's fucking exactly. sounding great, you know? So. Yeah.
1: And it was probably better that he sung it than Billy Corgan. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Same with Hanson, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what do we need to talk about now? We need to talk about Withers' final show. Yes. Which apparently is now Reliance Code's final show as well. Yes, a double build final show. It wasn't built that way. No, a double final. But show. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I think we can
1: talk about Reliance Code separate. Oh, well, whether yeah. it was their show and, and you know, yeah, not to um, take away from not that. to take away from that. Um, they did a great show. Uh, sounded awesome, and you know, I- I'm glad that. You know, it seemed it seemed to me that you know when it came to an end. It was just kind of, you know, because it had been a while. It's been a while since.
0: Since their last show before this mean, Yeah, and since
1: they kind of announced it. Yeah. So I'm glad they they got it together and did a final show That's to kind of just put a cap on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they they did great in pulling together a diverse lineup of four bands. You know, Wither is, you know, they're a hard rock band, but they're more on that kind of, you know, serious note. You know, like someone like Deftones or something. Yeah. Not saying they sound like Deftones, but I'm just like in that kind of vein of rock. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, you got the Normandies, which is high energy fucking, you know, whiskey punk, you know? Yeah. And then you've got Sign of Lies, which is just like bombastic metal band. And then, of course, Reliance Code. You know, so they, they did a great job of bringing three bands along with them to celebrate this final night. And there was a great fucking turnout. I, yes. I know. At some point during Wither's set, he mentioned that there was, you know, 220-some people through the door. Which is awesome. You know, which is great for a fucking independent show.
1: I saw a lot of Wither merch.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, they're they're a great band, so sad to see them go. But we just talked to them in the last podcast. We talked to Jeremy and Martin, and they're doing something new. And so, you know, looking to see what they got going on. You know, Chuck and Jeremy were the, the other Jeremy, were the, you know, original members of this band, and they decided to, you know, back off, so that's why Jeremy Harrington and Martin Larch are going to move forward on their own. Gotcha. And a shout out to Jeremy Harrington for his, uh, about 45 second version, uh, cover of Eminem, The Lose Yourself. <laughs> Ran through the full first verse with no hiccups which i thought was pretty impressive nice it wasn't just the chorus like most people would do so <laughs> anyway yeah very glad to see with her on that final night and that there was such a great turnout you know
1: definitely definitely
0: and then you know of course reliance code played as well and in typical reliance code fashion they they fucking brought it oh yeah the solid to hard rock bandage you'll find that's right <laughs> and pulled out all the stuff from their their album that came out last year plus a couple other songs and you know, like we just mentioned a minute ago, they announced a couple of days later that you know Todd had decided to to step back from the band. So the band made the decision to call it quits. To disband. Yeah. Which Josh had mentioned that since you know him and Todd were the ones that started it, you know he could they could easily find another singer, but he just thought it was right to just shut it down. And, yeah. You know, them all. Go on whatever direction they're going to go on. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, you know,
1: these things happen, and uh, you know they were they were uh, you know they reached out to us early on, you know, and, and we've always kind of you know championed them. So uh, it's sad to see them go, but you know, here's the new chapters
0: opening. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Josh, you know, has also mentioned online that him and JC from the band, you know, have another band in the works. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. And like you said, we championed him early on. I believe Josh had also mentioned to us that we're the first, you know, media outlet that ever played their music. That's awesome. So, yeah, there you go. And go back to episode, I think it's 103, 103 or 104, where Todd and Josh are on his podcast. Gotcha. Check that out. Then we had Sign of Lies, and this is now the second, or is it the third time I've seen him with Devin? Second. I think After it's Thunder, second. Yeah, for Thundering So the first full, you know, set from him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, there's no, uh what's the right word, no curve here, just like straight into this, like he fucking, he fits this band great. Yeah. And it's really, Sign of Lies was already a band that you could tell, like we've talked about four on their way, but... Devin's voice just really solidifies this thing for me. Yeah, I mean it really brings them over the top, and uh, <coughs> you know,
1: adds so much depth. Um, it's really interesting to see where these guys are going to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've got another show coming up here in Oklahoma City on December fifteenth. They'll be opening up for Tantric and Puddle and Mud at there the Diamond Ballroom.
1: Yeah, Fister Rages on that show too.
0: That's right. So yeah, if you're in Oklahoma City or anywhere around there, get out there because that'll be great. Will?
1: Well, well, uh, I, I want to say you know we. I don't want to just skip over the Normandies. We just kind of talked about them real brief.
0: Oh no, I wasn't gonna say. That's what I said. Well, oh, Normandies. I thought I, you, you kind of <laughs> had that. You kind of had that. Oh, moving along. That thing? moving no. along vibe. Not I
1: thought in, in your intonation of the word "well." No, I guess so. But now the Normandies. I mean, I just, I you know, I really, really try fucking hard to not be you know. Partial to any one or two few bands, because you know, I I mean, I really do. I I I love ninety nine percent of the stuff that comes out in this town, and that's no bullshit. There's just that's how high the bar is these days.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: I mean, I believe me, I've seen it. You know, we've seen it for twenty years in the peaks and valleys, and you know, something. Yeah, back
0: in the day, there was as many bad bands as there was good. (sighs) No
1: fucking shit. (laughs) And so it's like, it's just really cool to see what's going on around here right now. And, uh, but I really got to say, I mean, I, I enjoy the Normandies so much. Um, what they're doing is just, it, 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 it fills me with such positivity and, you know, it's so, uh, it's, it's really uplifting. It's really empowering. Um, and you know, every, every time I see the Normandies, I'm, I'm like on, uh, I'm like walking on a cloud for like five days straight. Yeah. I mean, I just, I really appreciate what that band is doing and, and I really, really enjoy them.
0: Yeah. Such a fantastic live band. So fun. Yes. It's just, it's punk rock and roll at its finest. Yes,
1: exactly. It it sure is. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I I don't know what else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, they're just great.
0: Yeah. We've actually had them on his podcast. Going back, that was early 100s as well, I think. Yes. And they will be back on here soon enough.
1: Yes. I mean, yeah, we were going to, we almost had them back, but then they got added to that uh, holiday show at the Canes last minute. Oh, yeah. So they kind of had to, they kind of had to just start practicing a little bit more for that because it was at Canes and stuff. So that had to get pushed back, but we're going to have those guys on.
0: Yeah. we're Really looking forward to having them back if. You haven't ever heard that episode go back because they do a acoustic song on yes, our podcast, which definitely. is very cool. And they still the only band that's ever done that, right? Exactly, like yeah. a full song at least. And, yeah, um, their album is fucking fantastic too. It is. It really. This is. This isn't no joke. You know, like this is as good as any shit you're gonna you know pick up from any national band.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean this is this is solidified punk rock, no bullshit. That's right.
0: Okay, now I say well, And I okay. mean well, let's move on. Well, Is <laughs> it seven time? I was trying to think. Was it now that you wasn't anything else we're supposed to talk about right mm-hmm. no? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well going into that I mean we kind of alluded to you know, the past two hundred episodes. They were on here on episode eleven. Yeah. Stacy and Derek, and then episode 100, we had the whole band here, Yes, back when Heath was in the band, uh, and now here we are, 100 episodes later, at 200, we've got the whole band now, Thad's their vocalist. Thad is,
1: yes, the vocalist, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, you know, talking about their evolution into what they are now, and how they've gotten here, and what they're planning to do, and the adjustments they've made, and, uh, you know it's an exciting time for him so we're glad to get him on here
0: yeah absolutely well let's play a new song from him this song is called headcase brand new song from severmind that is actually pretty much the world premiere because they debuted this song. You know, they posted on our Facebook. They'd had it on, I guess it was either reverb nation or Bandcamp yeah. for like a 24 hour period, like as a teaser and then pulled it down and told us they were going to hold it for our 200th episode with them. So we're very glad to be able to premiere that song because that song fucking rules. Yes. We appreciate
1: them <laughs> letting us, uh, Premiere this song. I mean, this is uh, you know, this is the classic Severmind riffage. Um, you know, you've got Stacy's style with you know the dramatic slide ups and the solos, and I love that kind of shit. Um, and then but then you've got you know Thad's voice and you know the little reggae breakdown. I mean, this is just it's like a classic Severmind, you know, but tuned up a little bit. I mean, I love this song. This is a great fucking song.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask what you thought about that little. Middle breakdown there. That's fucking great. I love it. It's yeah. like, uh,
1: it kind of reminds me, I mean, you know, uh oh, fuck. Help me out here. Live, Courage and Conformity, is it Clean My Wounds or Albatross, where they break down and do the reggae? Clean My Wounds. Okay, Clean My Wounds, yeah. 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 It reminds me of that, even though these two songs are like worlds apart. Right. You know, but I just like that, you know, you've got something heavy and just like a wall of just... A slab of balls. And then, you know, you just, you you kind of break down do this totally different, you know. And I dig it. I dig it.
0: Yeah. The way that thing opens with that riff. Yeah. It's just fucking. Yeah. Like, oh, they, yeah. These guys could be out on tour opening up for fucking Judas Priest and Saxon, you know. Exactly. Like that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly. Hey, there you
0: go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make a tour. Judas Priest, D Snyder solo, and Severmind. I love it. All right. Book it. Book
1: it. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Okay. Yeah. Like That's, that's to... your thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus priest just down outstayed to with Gray Heap. Who who lives on? That's fucking cool. I'd love to see you Heap. Yeah. You know, easy living and shit. Yeah. yeah. stealing Anyways, what I should have been ooh,
0: buying. By goddamn, we're getting way off track here. Anyways. Well, yeah. I'm bringing it back around to Severmind. That's right. We'll say it twenty more times. We're very happy they're a part of this milestone for us here. Yes. And. Just to, you know, throw in another thing, you know, we've mentioned it before, but, you know, I mean, actually, I think you kind of mentioned this episode, but when we were first getting back into this, you said you Googled, you know, just pull some Metal or something. And I think you said Driver popped up. Yes. And then you saw they had a show <laughs> at right. the Shrine and it was like the- Driver and Severmind and Blackwater Rebellion and Shiner. Yes. And so we're like, well, let's just go out there. And that was before we even had the podcast. We were just. Doing Instagram, Facebook, Twitter stuff. And we, yeah, we just kind of wanted to. Doing reviews and stuff. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to get into it. Yeah, so Severmind was one of the first bands, I guess one of the first four bands That's that right. we just kind of went out and saw when we were getting into doing this. Yeah. And I know we talked to Derek that night for sure. Yes. I can't remember if we talked to anyone else, but, you know, and from then on, it just kind of. It kind of, yeah, there it goes. Blossomed from then, you know, and that was. That was early 2015, you know, so we're getting close four years
1: from that. I know, I know. It's 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 pretty cool, and, you know, I think, you know, uh, not to bring it back to me, but fuck it, I'm going to bring it back to me, because we're talking about our 200th episode. We can get personal here. You can if you want. Yeah. Um, but, but it just, it, it kind of brings all this around full circle. It brings me to where I was when we started that and all this kind of stuff. I was in a fucked period of my life, and, you know, I think that us starting to do this and, like, you know, really kind of helped divert, you know, and kind of just uplift my spirits Yeah. And what was a stupid fucking time for me to be living uh, and to be existing in. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's really cool that, you know, we've come this far and we've given back to it as much as it's given back to us and blah, blah, blah. All that cheesy shit, so anyways, I just want to say that. It's been a pretty cool ride so far.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, you think of not just Severmind, the bands we, you know, say the four bands we just talked about at that show. Mm-hmm. All the tons of other bands from this area that, like, we go out to a show now. Like, say, for instance, Southern Eye at the Wither Farewell show, you know. Mm-hmm. There were guys from Murderous Mary there. Yes. There were guys from, who else I know? I saw several uh, Grind. Um, Mugen was out there. Yeah. Ryan was out there. Had enough. Brandon was out there. You know, just all kinds of people from the scene, Mm -hmm. you know, were out there representing this thing. And So, everywhere we go, to every show we go, it's like that. There's always other bands out there supporting these bands and bands we've got to know that, you know, four years ago, we didn't know these hundreds of people that we know now. Yeah. Well, it's just like you (laughs) said, We we
1: just picked the show at the Shrine four years ago and just you know, almost four years ago and just jumped in, you know, we didn't know what the fuck was going on Yeah, and we just did it. And, you know, it's really cool that, you know, you know, this has led to this, which has led to this, which has led to this, which has led to this. Yeah. You know, there's all the people that we know and that we're friends with and the things we do, we wouldn't have any of that if it wasn't for, you know, that one day when we decide to start the Instagram page. Right. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's just,
0: yeah, it's cool. And, you know, who'd have thought? Well, let's get into it. Yeah, Severmind. Hell yeah, here's all four members of Severmind. I already
4: got it up there. I didn't have enough. I was going to get the ladder and put it in the center, but you know, I got, thank you for oh, the nice. flyer up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Should have had you guys yes. sign it because you're, you know, we're all stars. Let's we'll still awesome. get the ladder and
2: make them sign it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's why I don't chair. That's <laughs> why I don't that yeah. <laughs> <yeah, he used laughs>
5: have a lot Yeah. Use the, use the swivel chair. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I love the eyes of the player. Every one of those hung. Yeah. On this one. We love those guys. Let's see that.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun because when you push on the ceiling, you kind of turn, you know. kind of. Facebook <laughs> <when he'll laughs> <hesitation goes on. laughs> You get up the outer ballot.
0: End up signing That's the awesome. SP, post-abouts. <laughs> <the line laughs> Started on this one,
6: finished
3: <laughs> yeah. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kick <Yeah. laughs> Just yeah. sign the ceiling, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs>
0: well, thanks for playing the show. Oh, <laughs> oh thank oh, you, you. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Ashley. Awesome, man. Yeah. You
4: had a packed house at 7:30 at night on Tulsa. That's Yep.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, People showed
5: up. What the fuck do we do now? Yeah, <laughs> course, no kidding.
0: Like Jason's on stage. That's what it was.
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it came out. See the next it. next topic. It. <laughs> uh, next question.
3: <laughs> Good time. Are we rolling? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Start up yours. Take about toys? toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. That'll be love. <laughs> yeah. That was love. It yeah. <laughs> <That> was love. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <That was> <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: huh? What? So what's happening? Two hundred episodes, right? Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This
1: is the two hundred. Thanks for doing this. Hell yeah! So thanks for having us yeah, back. We're Looking right. forward to yeah. three hundred. Yeah. yeah, 500 Yeah, 500. yeah. We can get 200. For if we can get two hundred, we'll live
4: forever. If we get one hundred, two hundred, we're almost guaranteed to be back. 100. <laughs> <Jacket>. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Got in for the next hundred. Yeah, well,
0: so once every year in a. Almost two years, right? Yeah. Dang Is it really? From the okay. hundreds? Well, we do a little over one a week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we do two, but. So it's probably Seems about like a I year. I see him on Facebook like every yeah. three days. Like eight eight months so. yeah. I get yeah. a notification
5: on my SoundCloud yeah. as soon as you guys post because I follow you guys. Yeah. And they're just. Nice, nice. You yeah. know,
3: <laughs> just snap right off the phone right there. So, How do you let it set down?
6: mean, the conversation, do you take it and we don't. You know, put it into software and do something with oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I mess
0: with you. like the, like if it's the levels and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, and take out any background noise I need to. But I don't usually. Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I don't, unless, you know, it's just like a lot of lulls or something, I don't take anything out. No. Unless someone's, I've had several times people specifically ask me to take stuff out. But. <laughs> hey you don't know <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. and, you, might listen. and yeah. usually you know I'm, I, well I've always been cool about it I'm like you know we're not big enough to even matter if it's <laughs> sensationalized or not right <laughs>
1: no you said it dude it's, it's done right done. Yeah. yeah we need those headlines we're sticking
6: it, yeah. right. it in oh yeah we'll take it out don't worry yeah, yeah. right <laughs>
0: I save it all, you know, for later. Yeah, put out one episode where it's nothing but App-taste. App-taste. all the shit. App-taste but blackmail, yeah,
2: dirty yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, laundry. Yeah, you could totally do that without naming the bands and just watch everybody freak. Yeah, yeah. themselves on. That. Yeah, just run the without yeah. saying this yeah. is in the. This is so, so, and so, so, and so, so, so and so. Run the audio. So this so is how people guess. To keep from your name being
6: put to this, please send. All checks. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So I was fucking this go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in there.
1: <laughs> well, well, since since that the hundredth episode, there's been some changes. So I think that's the first kind of topic on our list. So tell us what you can about that.
4: That guy right there at that. Yeah. It wow. was a weird thing, man. It's. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not going to go into detail on it, but... No. It worked... The way that it worked out was a much smoother transition than I thought it was going to be. And, um, Stace sent a message and said, hey, I saw this guy. You go check yeah. him out. Yeah. And I went with Chris. We checked him out. I said, I'm down. He came in. What did we tell, did we tell you? Learn long haul. Mm-hmm. So he comes in here. He's like, okay, I got long haul. So we do that. And I was like, oh, that's ready for the stage. I mean, that was... For the first run, that was damn good. And he goes, Let's do imminent misfortune. And I was like, Holy shit, we haven't played that in six months. Yeah. So you're gonna do it better than we do. Yeah. So we did it, sounded good, and then he did Headcase. Uh or, yeah. He had he had like three or four or five songs ready, and I was like, Damn, the guy's doing his homework. Yeah.
1: So was there was there a um was there a search? Was there other guys you were looking mm-hmm. at or playing with? Know. Or it was always always that. We, we never we even we talked even about talked auditions about or anything. Yeah, man, we, we just went we to never... see
4: him and he, it was... I saw him with a cover band and was like, okay, yeah, I can dig it. Mm-hmm. And then we went to see you with with uh, Morning Sons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, you just yeah. held me
6: right there. I was ready to watch you yeah. jam all night. So It was by chance because, mm-hmm. we, I mean, uh, we knew that we were at a certain point and and um my wife and I actually went out to Magoo's and and dad was playing with Morning Suns and kept playing all these songs that I liked and was doing really good and of course we were bashing you know playing pool in the back and I was like, that guy's really good you know you know, Days grace and all this shit I was like yeah. huh kept playing pool I got drunker and uh <laughs> I sounded <laughs> sound even better <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know I was I got I, got, I was pretty trashed and I was like I'm gonna go get some I'm gonna get some, some drinks and then well, fuck. The next thing I knew, she was off on a recruiting mission, you know, talking yeah, to him yeah. and all that. I was like, what the fuck? She, she made <laughs> friends with my wife <laughs> <from> and my sister <laughs> <laughs> on break.
2: I thought it was a friend of theirs. And it was funny because that, that band, that was our first show. It was a band called Morning Sons that I put together. The idea behind it was to start doing original music again. Found out pretty quickly that the other guys in the band, there just wasn't, our schedules weren't meshing. There wasn't a lot of time to get to do that. So it looked like it was turning more into a hard rock just cover band. So very first show we went out, and this opportunity kind of presented itself as coincidence. They were in the same place. And I think he went to look me up and realized we were already friends on Facebook. (laughs) 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 Didn't really know each other. I I probably just saw you with the guitar and said friend, you know. But yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool after that. Uh, Stacy's got a pretty good sales pitch. We met up, um, had a drink, and kind of gave me the rundown of what was going on. And...
4: Well, I think his sales pitch was all from experience of coming in to replace James five years ago, six years ago. So, I mean, that's what he kept saying. Hey, when I first came in, this is what I was doing, this is what I was feeling. And we mm-hmm. kind of relayed that information to Thad, and we just set the fucking hook and kept ripping him up on the back. <laughs> Get up in the boat, bitch! <laughs>
0: So there, so there was a period where you were without a singer and you this just all lined up basically is what you're saying yeah we were yeah. without a singer for a like how long was it
4: two weeks maybe oh that was it no
0: well i mean we well i mean
5: we had the uh... no 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 hey, it was it was longer man.
4: well yeah because it did take you a little bit
5: to get in here. right originally. he didn't come in into like march yeah and it seemed like just an overnight transition right me. but it was it was quite a few months that we, without, and not even talking about anything, just basically going through, running some songs we had, some ideas, and throwing some stuff for prosperity on the machine, and kind of not really talking about it
6: that much. Wow. He texts one evening, and off and run. here we go. It seemed seamless, I mean, it was not, and it seemed like it was by design, but really wasn't by design, I mean, you just kind of all happened and you know sometimes you
5: just happens yeah, oh yeah
6: there was a point there where I was like
4: maybe yeah. this is it you know maybe we're done after 12 years but hell we're in our 13th now we're still moving So, mm-hmm. I'm
2: well, I was kind of you know on the fence about it at first I mean because there's a brand new project a band that's I knew of the band mm-hmm. strange thing was I used to work with their singer you know who who was was leaving the band and we came in here i don't know that first night it just like you said it just mixed really well i mean that the songs flowed well together we all got along you know
4: yeah and it's a weird thing with the dynamic because you think of a, a fourth person coming in with three i mean chris and i've been in the same thing for 13 years stace and i've jammed for countless years so there's always that chance you're going to get something in there where, you know, oh, yeah, the guy's great, but god damn, I think he's on meth, you know. Or, <laughs> and, and this guy's, you know, he, he's on so many pills, he can't even show up to rehearsal. But he's a family guy, got a job, had
5: his own equipment, comes in, great attitude, ready to work, no bullshit, so. You can, you can see somebody, I mean, when we went to see him, uh, Derek and I went out, and I don't even think he knew we were, we were there, mm-hmm. but you could see you know you can you can tell somebody's demeanor and, and on stage and how they present themselves and, and how they perform and you, yeah, can just, was, you can just tell it's just you know yeah cause you can get the ones
4: that are you know I'm at a little bar I don't really give a shit let I me mean, half ass it but he was like he it was was at the up, Hammersmith yeah. Odeon I mean yeah. we were <laughs> Sheridan at yeah. the Crystal Skull and I was like he was the crowd was feeding off I mean he was feeding yeah. off them and that's kind of nice cause now it's on our stage with us so We can relax and let him do his thing. Oh, yeah.
3: So,
0: you said you were familiar with him. Yeah, you've seen him live and everything before. I
2: had, yes. I had their first CD, I got it from their singer. We used to work together. And um, ironically, in fact, when Stacy's wife came up and said, have you heard, heard of Severmind, my husband's in the band? I'm like, oh yeah, is it Heath? And she's like, nope, <laughs> it's not Heath, it's it's Stacy, the guitar player. And I was like, okay, okay. so we just kind of went from there. So yeah, I mean, I was very, I mean, all yeah, these so shows right here, you know, yeah, I think definitely. we've done some of them with them in, in previous bands and uh, yeah. same years at Rocklahoma, another band I used to be in, you know, we were on the scene together a bit, but. Yeah, and they're a heavier band, and you know, so my roots are in metal. You know, yeah. I don't have, you know, that that the same voice as the singer before. So I was kind of wondering, you know, am I going to be a good fit? Is it good? You know, is it going to work? or yeah, and really
4: it only took second I mean, it was like one the first rehearsal. I was like, okay, you know, it's not the flavor I'm used to. It's kind of like riding somebody else's bicycle. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but then you now it's like okay, I'm. I know he can do what he can do. You kind of don't have to think about it anymore. It just becomes second nature just to expect what's coming. And it's been overwhelmingly pleasantly received. That was two adverbs in a row. I <laughs> <was> overwhelmingly pleasantly <laughs> Don't received. edit that out. That's a lot no, of syllables. syllables well, me. you I know. know, I think you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Oh, I my God. But the uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of really good response from... A lot of people in the right places, Oklahoma City, yeah, right, talking right. To Texas, and you yeah.
3: know, that the only guy better. we
1: could have
4: had besides him, we were talking to a guy named Jason Wood. I don't know if you know oh, him. Oh my or not. God. <laughs> but a, He's a beast. The the I heard he's really Voice out. of an angel, dude. This guy's got a <laughs> no. hell of a
1: screechy bat noise. You shouldn't have done That's not it, the so. chair, no, folks. No, that was his voice right there. No lyrics, <laughs> just noise. The voice. The voice so, rack. so your, fir- your first gig. Well, with the band i was there i saw it uh, talk about it from your perspective i mean what do you think going into it were you nervous was there anything that you needed to change coming out of it um
2: i you know it's weird i i usually don't get very nervous once it's time to hit the stage you know maybe beforehand make sure you know do i have all the words down um the chemistry in this band flowed so well that I was really looking forward to getting on stage and just kind of letting it loose. My only hold back... I mean, it was really hot outside. Okay. It was. <laughs> I could just feel... And you, you were know. like running out into the crowd and shit. Yeah. That. This is insane. We, you know, we were like do we wear shorts or do we do the, the whole rock star thing? <laughs> you always do the rock star thing and God, you know, then it was just stuck to us. For really fun, <laughs> for really, yeah, you were yeah, smart, man. It's like, it's a I yet, man. Fuck that.
3: Jeez.
2: But it was really cool. I mean, my, I guess my only concern had really been how it's going to be received by others because I knew there were several suburbmind fans there I mean a band that's been around this long and has a good following and you you can see where people are posting and I was watching kind of what people were saying when they announced that hey you know we, we've we've lost a singer and we've gained a singer and for the most part it seemed very supportive of them moving on like that seemed to be the consensus that they wanted it to still go but you know with a different style and being the new guy I, I was hoping it was going to be well received and uh, it, it went off very well there We I think we had a very yeah. positive reaction and then the next two shows it just seemed you know
3: right.
2: playing at the Thunder Underground and you know, Steve Murdoch came up to me afterwards and had some really kind, I mean literally stopped me as I was driving away just opened my truck door and was like hey let's haul it you know <laughs> um, very cool so from that point I was just excited to do it again and start doing some more new material yeah
4: that's that, the that's the Good shit. Is yeah. Knowing that we can transition out of what's been and, and write what's coming because that's we're always that way. I mean, forward thinking. What's next? Let's write another tune. Let's get back into the studio. Let's play some more shows. And
5: you know, that's 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 the other thing. In a short amount of time since March, we've taken songs and redone them. We've written. We've been in the studio. We've played four shows, a couple of out of town shows for people that didn't even know who we were right. in, in a short amount of time so it's really moved along quite well you know
4: Yeah, we were going to rehearse tonight but those fucking knuckleheads from Thunder Underground wanted to come over and talk about two night <laughs> <laughs> episodes and well, like. promote <laughs> us <laughs> like that's some kind of milestone we, we can leave if you want to <laughs> <laughs> no no why don't you stick around have <laughs> <Grab> that guitar <laughs> <laughs> yeah try it's your night to try out buddy alright let <laughs> that screeching <laughs> <there. Yeah. laughs>
0: Well, so what do you, what do you think he? I mean, you mentioned the stage demeanor. His voice a little different. I mean, what do you think the voice adds to your music that might not have been there before? Well, It's definitely more
4: melodic. I mean, and nothing against any, you know members previous uh, that's kind of the same. I mean, when Stace came in with the old guitarist James, I mean, I was, you know he, he attacked solos. Yeah, and it was just holy shit, man. What is getting ready to happen? Stace comes in and he's like making love to the solos. I mean, it's a little different. It's still a beautiful thing. It's just, it's not uh, as as aggressive, and you know, it's more theory based. Here, it's just a it's just a difference of and the way he changes some of the old tunes. Yeah, I was like, dude, I love when you hold that part out. That never was there before, but it's so cool to hear it done. And we, we never told him. Here's the song. Learn it just like this. We told him it's a blank slate. You know the lyrics. Sing it like you'd sing it. Make it your song. And it was well done. Yeah. And, and, and as far as the front man thing goes, the guy's a natural behind the mic. I mean, he just he loves it's it's where he's comfortable. So it's it, and the writing, it's been. I mean, he came up with the the first riff for Redeemer that yeah. was that really started the thing, and it just took off from
2: there. So. Yeah. It's been such a collaborative effort, which is, I think, where the magic is with this band. Is, I mean, again, as long as they've been together and me just walking in and, and everybody's just open to everyone's ideas, everybody tries out, and everybody contributes. Like, So then you get this more well-rounded song. It doesn't sound like you've got the same song um, yeah, no over got... and over again, because there's not one person doing all the right, work. Right, no
4: and... one's butthurt over, well, that riff didn't yeah. work, you know, okay, well, what about this, or... You know, Stacey comes in with a riff or a set of riffs and by the time we're done with it it's loosely based on what he brought in, but there's, you know, some new shit there and whoever comes in with whatever riff, mm-hmm. let's let's see if it'll go there and if it doesn't, well, shit can that, let's move on. Yeah, you know?
6: Absolutely. I think, you know, probably one of the things that, that you know, has been able to add is, is the 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 melody and the harmony aspects, you know. With the, with the vocals I mean if you go and you listen to Redeemer, the you know, we've got the the nice vocal harmonies that are on there. It's 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 melodic in places. Um and that so in at the end, I mean what'll eventually happen is it opens us up to do other things because we have you
3: know <laughs> thanks Chris. pull we <laughs>
6: <laughs> a fucking that, that was not the drummer this time, David <laughs> <baby. laughs> I think it just gives us more, you know, there's just more headroom, and we have more places to go with our music. We're not. Yeah, you're not pigeonholed. You're not, not limited
4: and compartmentalized. I, yeah, you just. That's why when we start doing head Headcase, and we're like, "Hey, in the middle of this, let's just break down into this funky thing." Yeah, that we've never done before, and it, it's like, does it go there? And yeah. I think Chris said, "It's you our know. fucking song." <laughs> he <does it> <laughs> <It does laughs> yeah, you like peanut butter with uh, whipped cream. Here it comes, you know. Well, and the
6: other thing too is I, the you know we've talked about you know the vocals and stage presence and all these things but i mean is, is the guitar playing too yeah, is, you know that is able to play you know a lot of this a lot of the solos on imminent misfortune and you know the, the news tunes we recorded you know i have a lot of harmony parts written that record them well we haven't been able to do those so he is now you know you know that is a strong enough player where he can play all those harmony parts with me so it just makes it I mean, we're getting our production off what we're doing recording-wise, we're getting it. Yeah.
3: When
2: we're the in the stage. studio, he's laying all these different tracks. He's like, yeah, kick ass, kick ass. And then I'm like, oh, shit, now I've got to learn these because it just doesn't live, sound the same you. live with, without without <laughs> them all going on. But he doesn't on. have so any so problem pretty...
4: also laying out. I mean, on parts you, you yeah. lay out completely where, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it gives him more freedom to concentrate on the vocal line, which makes it that much more tasteful.
6: And, yeah, and that because the song more more dynamics because we have these places in there that instead of just being sonically where it's just, you know, wall of guitar nonstop, you know, there's mm. places, you know, live where, where that does drop out. And, and so it's just my guitar and it's a little less, I don't know. There's, you know, there's more room there. The song can breathe a little bit. He can do his part. Mm. And then when it, when he comes back in with guitar it has more impact yeah, just that, than just that the constant, yeah. you know, ah
3: oh, thing <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you talked about writing, like when you guys started writing these songs. Were they just was it all for you collectively, like while you were jamming that kind of thing? Or you, you bring in or
2: well, I mean, how did that work? And we can't when I came in. They had um, head. music for Headcase, okay, already. And and Stacy had kind of sent me a copy. And it was here's here's what what the music is sounding like, and see what you think. And so I started writing some uh, lyrics to it. Um, and came in, and I think we started working on that one first, because it was, I mean, you know, music's there. They had it pretty much where they wanted it to once I learned it on guitar, and we worked in the new vocals, but we added some, you know, some backgrounds and and things like that. And then the Redeemer thing was just a couple of riffs I'd had for a little bit, and uh, I think I was on a big Breaking Benjamin kick at the time or something, you know, and just brought it in and was... I think I was just tuning it up and, and one of them said, what is that? And so well, it was just a couple of riffs I came up with and then, shit, I mean, within a couple of rehearsals, I mean, we were yeah. Yeah. done with that song as far as we had the parts together. We had a this dry erase board just full of changes. You know, I think it was like 18 minutes long the first the time <laughs> around. <laughs> we, yeah, then we started thinking about radio. We are right like, yeah, again. we're not rushing, you know, not yet, but no, we've got to, no. you know, but it, it was, it was such a smooth collaboration. We ended up playing it for the first time. Yeah. When was that, that show? Was it June? Cause it was June. That was, uh, so we've, we've been, been together here about, about three, three months. Here
4: somewhere. I don't know. One of you. It was yeah. It was uh, it was pretty quick. So it was hotter
3: but Yeah, 100. it was. It sure was. <laughs> yeah. I lost 19 pounds that day on stage. So, yeah, weight
5: loss program. First time I yeah, almost played. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: the new stuff's. It's a blast.
4: There's still. The new stuff is. It's uncharted territory for us, and I love it because that's my favorite parts riding and arranging. But, like I said, I've ridden with these two guys for forever, but um, he's. It's just
5: never been a. Uh, there's no point of contention with, with that. It's just yeah. he just fits. I mean, what he, we do? He, he sends he sends ideas. We all send we all I, you know uh, technical work to the the phone. IPhone junkies. Um, well, oh, iPhone junkie then, but <laughs> uh, the 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 videos, you know, riff videos. Hey guys, mm-hmm. this idea, send it. Text and email and we record and will send riffs and back and forth and so that's been going on, but he just jumps right into the middle of that and it's just a circle fly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: it seems to go really well and really quickly as far as, you know, because I mean, we're all pretty busy people and a lot of stuff going on. So we have to be really strategic about when we get together and play and it it just, we could be here for a couple hours or a few hours and it it comes out very productive. And like Chris mentioned, he'll just track what we're doing send it, and then that way I can work on, you know, creating lyrics and vocal melody at home. And Stacey can work on... so. I mean, so yeah. when we come back, we're kind of prepared on what we're going to do. Yeah, you're or driving, something. you can or just pull up your than, text messages
4: and go to the last thing and hit it, and it'll play, you know, while you're mm-hmm. cruising or, you know, email, yeah, whatever. I mean, and, uh, we're
2: just gone are the days where we could just show up and just... Jam until something sounded cool. You know? <laughs> it's like, right, yeah, yeah. It we takes got a the, the
4: thirty-minute remedial course of okay. Yeah. What the fuck were we yeah. doing? You know, because <laughs> right. you you know, oh, you didn't listen to your shit. Obviously, yeah. you know. So you'll get your balls busted in here. You know, you know, <laughs> pull your shit up, Listen to it.
2: Well, you're still on probation, so <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, but your benefits continue.
3: <laughs> <this> so
0: <laughs> well, you mentioned Redeemer and Headcase. Do you guys have other songs worked out? Like, what's the status on? Your plans as far as are you just going to release singles? Are you going to release an EP? Are you going to release an album? No, we
5: want an
4: album. We want yes, an we album. Forever. Yeah, but right now it's just—I mean, we needed—we needed the we needed singles out. We haven't done yeah. anything since 2014. Yeah, I mean that was our last no. official
5: CD release was September of 2014, so it was time. We yeah we well we, we th- that time and and Thad being here, we wanted representation of
2: you know well, this is just what we've been up to. Mm-hmm. and uh here you go I'll probably kind release see a couple the of the response them. is and you know the direction we're moving towards is, mm-hmm. was well received or not mm-hmm.
4: yeah that's definitely the taste test you know pepsi that's yeah, a challenge so it's definitely a definitely a
5: full disc in 19 definitely yeah and uh you know we I, I like a few other we'd release it with uh some surprises on board you, you know, know songs that hadn't been heard at all, except for maybe a few leaks on that Thunder Underground show, but other than
3: that, <laughs>
5: you know, other than that, no one we're, has heard live. We're here. We, we've we're here. we've we've been to the point in the past where we have, um, since we've had them written, that they went out and played. So by the time we got around to recording, these songs have been tried and true. Oh and yeah. Through and was, yeah, through all through all, was four years right. I think before so So uh, I know we all want to do an album. And
2: there, there'll be some songs on there that won't be heard
5: for the first time, you know, except for that album, so.
2: And we have several in the works right now. I mean, I, I think there's three there, you know, some are a little closer than others, but kind of three ideas that we've been working on, working towards. And now that, you know, we had shows to play, so we were working on running the set and that type of stuff. But now our rehearsals have been focused on <coughs> getting the new stuff down so that we can get back in and... We want to go back in and record as we get a couple done at a time, but as Chris mentioned, and save it all up and do a release. Mm-hmm. Whether I and mean, we don't know what that looks like, you know, whether it's an e, like a six to eight song EP, or if we can get to ten songs, yeah. it just kind of depends on what yeah. we get done and, and what's coming up. I mean, if we if we play a big show down the road or something like that, it'd be nice to have. Yeah. I, I'm constantly signing, you know, the old discs at shows and stuff <laughs> I'm like it's, it's not Me, but I'll sign Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the
4: twos come out and you can kind of tell this one needs something else you know and it's usually a general consensus you know hey man this song I, we worked hard on it it sounded cool but it needs There's it's missing something yeah you know so it'll be back shelved or if it starts flowing in some other direction that 12 string thing that you had that you brought in and then he's rewrote to the new tune is just holy shit uh, it's it just keeps flowing yeah, yeah and if, it it, if it's going just don't We're not going to stop Just let it go. Run with it. You know, take it to the end of its, you know, it's like physical exhaustion, you know, mental exhaustion. (laughs) And
2: (laughs) And that was kind of another thing that really made me feel comfortable when I came in here at first was when I was learning long haul. It had been a while since I'd written any original music, you know, and I'd been wanting to get back to that, but I, I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know yeah. if I could anymore. Life doesn't totally suck anymore, so I'm like, do I even have any material to bitch about, you know, basically? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as angry anymore, and I'm joining a metal band now, but you know what? <laughs> but I started sitting down and learning their songs, and, you know, get done with one, I was like, oh, I'll learn another one, and then I'll these ideas started kind of just started feeling good right from the get go. And then when we got on, in here and, and started working together, it just, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think those creative juices are flowing. I mean, we come in here, everybody immediately hops in with an idea. It's, it's, it's something I haven't experienced in a long time. You mm. know, So feels good. Well,
1: you've got, a. Uh... Two or three other projects that you do. I mean, yeah. where do the you 19 find. 19 other bands. Just say, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> okay, 19 other. Oh, so Derek told We're, me. Where like, do you find
2: you time have a band to... whore, right? yeah, That's the first thing I think I said to him. Are you a band, whore, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to explain this one a lot. I have to... Okay, so I'm in Dress to Kill, which is the Kiss Tribute band. Yeah. All right. So, you know, when we have a show, it is demanding. There's a lot that goes into it, but it's a band, you know, we, we play. Maybe six times a year. Yeah. So it's not constant. Yeah. And um, being what it is, and again, that's another band I, I have I've been a part of for about two years now, but they've been around for thirteen. Yeah. You know. Um. So they they know their stuff really well. I've been a Kiss fan for a long time, so I knew a lot of the stuff already. So we really, when there's a show coming up, we get together and then we we do a rehearsal. But in between, there's there's not a lot of movement going on. The other band that I'm in um, is a You know, 80s metal cover band, you know, hair metal cover band called Stonecutters. And again, those guys are all in other bands that play more often. And so we play once a month or once every other month type of thing. So it's not very demanding. Uh, This is really the band that I spend the most time with. Um, So that's how I'm able to kind of fit it in. I have a very nice wife.
1: (laughs) Let's go do all these things. The first thing she says is another
2: band, you know. Got a lot
1: to juggle there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but.
2: So
0: when you're on stage with Severmind, have you ever accidentally almost said, every time we play this one, the place lights up like a damn Christmas tree. I have not. I have not. (laughs) I was trying to
1: think. I am not goddamn kidding. I was trying to get away. To fit that in as you soon as I get our first rock ballad in here, I would do that.
2: Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't strut either. On the <laughs> <Center Mind> stage. <laughs> Thankfully, what were your
0: favorite Severmind songs, previous songs that, that you've learned as you guys have been playing live?
2: Uh, definitely long haul was the one that people seem to respond to very well. I really liked that song, but I I really liked "Imminent Misfortune." You know, when we first got together, they were kind of talking about, well, we might do this one and this one. Kind of want to stay away from those. And I said, well, I really like "Imminent Misfortune," and right now, where we're short on material, but it's kind of become. I think there's there's new life in it. It feels good yeah. when we're playing it live. I got to learn some some dual <laughs> solos with Stacy, and it's it's probably. I probably have the most fun with that song mm-hmm. on stage um, out of the... We, we play three Seven Line songs from that album. Typically, not, That's probably my favorite one.
6: I think that's one of the big things, too, is that, you know, you're, again, you're able to, to play some of those parts with me that gives them
3: new you know, the life. Def- yeah, it yeah. Adds, it's like when
4: you came on board, the songs we've been playing, all of a sudden we're done. Differently, and I'm looking at Chris going, holy shit, I like playing the song again. Let's do that one again, whereas otherwise you're, yeah. all yeah, right, I guess let's run through that fucking thing again. You know? <laughs> well, the last
2: two to- times we played that song live, somebody's commented on his guitar solos in that. It's yeah. that song that they, you know, like, yeah. and it's, they are, that's what took me from the beginning of, when I heard that song, when I heard that album. I thought, man, listen to that intro solo, and then, I mean, it's just kind of a good heavy song, you know? Has a lot of life to well, it. Well, it's got a
4: lot of dynamics too. That's it really what, does. Yeah, when it breaks down in the middle, comes back up, builds, you know, energy, and then unleashes itself on you again. Those triplets in the middle are—it's uh, just a well-tasted, uh, you know, well-crafted song. It's tastefully written.
0: Um, well, I'm going to ask a question I haven't been able to ask in 200 episodes and I'm going to alienate everybody in this room except you. This, this is new to me. No. Just, just so you know, I have no idea what he's about <laughs> to do. Right
1: what's
2: your favorite Bo Nasty song?
1: God damn it. I knew that would piss him off. He talking, I got to
2: go, go shake it. it. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's the first one I ever heard. That's the one that, yeah. You, you guys call don't call? know about oh, it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What is that? What is that? They're dirty, but well-dressed. It's a, well-dressed. a, band, yeah. right? it's it's a, a hair metal band. Local or what? No. Oh, Okay,
0: good. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm with you, buddy." They
2: made it on MTV for about twelve minutes oh, in yeah.
3: 1989.
2: What's well, funny because Travis kid like partied with them before, you know. a guitar player buddy of mine in Stonecutters is, is good friends with him, and they, you know, they saw him back in the, you know, that one album, that one tour. That yeah. I think they did. Do you remember
4: Rail? Well, they're all like, oh, "This is some music trivia."
0: Are you like, a Rail? The guitars are in like. Jeff Scott Soto's band now and stuff like they're uh,
3: legit
2: fucking good musicians. But anyway, like if they didn't look so ridiculous on that, I think the cameras yeah, looked like stupid, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of came out right on that cusp of,
1: you know, air yeah. bands leaving. Well, uh, not to veer too far. Well, he just veered too far with so nasty. <laughs> but uh, one question we had for you two, uh, Derek, Stacy, uh, what did you guys think of? Uh, Have you seen the oil capital underground? Yeah, you were there at that. Yeah, that's right. What did you think of it? You know, any kind of thoughts on it?
4: I did not get to see the film. I've not yet seen it. Yeah. I mean, I loved all the guys that made it Brian, Dave, Terry. I've not seen
6: it. I'm just out of the loop. I thought it was awesome. I mean, I knew that just from a cinematic approach, I knew that Brian Crane would do an awesome job. I mean, I've known Brian for a very long time. And uh, I knew he would do a great job with it, and obviously, you know, the, the, um, I knew that, that what Dave knew as far as, you know, the history and all that, I knew he was very immersed in all that, so I, I figured, uh, you know, everybody would do a good job, and, and but then when I actually got to sit down and, and watch the movie there, you know, I was really blown away. I thought it was a, yeah. a fantastic job, and there was, you know, fans that, even though, I was part of all that scene in the later part of it. There was bands that I had not heard of that were when he went, you know, way, way, way back. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. You know, like, um, I just thought it was, a, you know, well done thing. And I can see why that they've gotten a lot of, you know, recognition for it. And I, I can't remember all the different accolades they've had for it as far as, you know, some of the independent, you know, yeah. documentary type things. And, um, I'll I'll just say from my standpoint that it was uncomfortable as shit to see yourself on the big screen. (laughs) (laughs) And then to see yourself be interviewed like that, I was like, it was weird. (laughs) Nice. So, but they did a fantastic job. Yeah, they did. And they captured, I thought they, you know, I mean, everybody's going to have a, you know, a, a spot to say, well, you know, I should have included these people and these people and, Hmm. You know, who knows? But I, I thought that they did a great representation of you know covering all that stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: So say next year we're doing Thunder Underground Fest 2 and we called up you and yes. Dave. Yes. Would Bunnies
3: of Doom? Oh, I'm sorry. i to say. Yeah, we're we'll yeah. answering. <laughs> to that. Like, hey, we don't even want you there, man. <laughs> well,
6: <laughs> I'm
0: trying to reunite Bunnies of Doom for one show here. <laughs>
6: It C- could happen. You never, you never know. But there could be a, there could be a. One of us is having a, a big birthday coming up next year, so it could be for that. Who knows? Okay. But um, I, I'm Tans? sure. Huh, Terry? Well, no, Terry wasn't in, in bunnies, so Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so Dave, but um, you know, I think the big thing for for get, for doing a bunnies reunion is that is getting you got to get Jason, first, and, You know, he's got to come up here from Austin. Um, of course Pete you know basically he lives here so that's that's easy enough but getting Jason here I mean because you know Jason Jason's drumming was kind of you know the essence of of Bunny so you can't kind of can't really do a reunion without him so getting him here would be the main thing I think right and the fact that I have no idea how to play any of those songs
3: (laughs) 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 that's awesome
0: well, you personally, did you start as a guitarist or a singer? Guitarist. Okay.
2: Um, I was a guitarist. I, I started singing, gosh, maybe 2010,
3: maybe? I wasn't
2: a lead singer. I didn't think I could sing, didn't want to sing, you know. Um, I was in a band with a great lead singer, but he was very, in between songs, he was very shy. Wasn't sure what to say to the crowd. It's not that way anymore, but in the beginning, you know, it was kind of like, I'm afraid I'm going to say something stupid. I don't know. what So I kind of became the front man on lead guitar, and he was the voice of the band, and um, we wrote a lot of original songs together, and he was always trying to get me to sing more and more and I wouldn't do it, and he ended up uh, accepting a job and having to leave the band and moved to Baltimore, and he said, you know, if you're going to carry on the torch, man, take the helm, you know, like... Let It Be, one of the guys that wrote the songs, mm. sing, you know, all the stuff that we came up with. And so I thought, well, give it a shot and got together with some friends who were very supportive because I know, man, I, I've heard some recordings back then. I don't know how I got away with some of it, but um, just started doing it, basically. Yeah. Getting out there and doing it was the best way to learn. And when I joined that 80s band, they wanted to do stuff like White Snake and Guns N' Roses. That's when I really got to yeah. test myself to see what yeah, was possible and kind of... Started doing acoustic shows by myself to teach myself a little bit of control and things like that, and it just kind of stuck from there. And love it now. <laughs> now I sometimes put the guitar down too often, you know, to, to, to run around and pull <laughs> that microphone out. So, but I, I do love having a guitar in my hand. It's an excuse to buy new gear. <laughs> so I've got a new band, and they don't want me to play guitar. So I'm gonna
0: need a new amp. <laughs> well, to go from not singing at all to singing Axl Rose, you know I mean? Is there a, like a huge learning curve or did you just... Jägermeister.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, mean... You didn't like hurt your voice at all or nothing?
2: You know? No, I really, yeah. you know, it, it's funny. Um I can kind of gauge it by the... because we'd been in the Stonecutters, we have been doing these songs for quite a while. <laughs> and we have stuff like Skid Row on there and stuff where, you know, when we first started doing that stuff, I had to bow out on certain parts or, 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 you know, change the key a little bit to mm-hmm. get past it. And then I finally just, uh, I feel my voice got stronger and uh, just we rehearsed a lot in the beginning and I worked a lot at home. You know, I knew the melody of the song so well because there was songs I grew up listening to, but it just fortunately worked out. Yeah. yeah it be a make or break, really. I didn't know <laughs> It was either going to shred my vocals or or make me stronger. And fortunately, it was the latter.
0: Cool. Well, we appreciate you guys doing this. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this. Thanks
3: for pretty much been honored.
0: since we started this thing. I mean, you guys were on here what in episode ten or eleven? Yeah, it was
6: early on. Yeah. I remember. Yeah.
0: So it's been pretty much the whole. What well, like that first show
2: support that yeah. you guys. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, for for what uh, you yeah, do man. for for our music in general, yeah. but I mean, the kind words you've said about us and just the local scene. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a whole just... different monkey now that you guys are here. Right?
3: <laughs> yeah, it
4: really is. I mean, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, but <clears throat> you guys have brought something to the table that there's a lot of people that are doing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that mm-hmm. weren't doing it before. And I mean, there's people that did it before you. I'm not saying you're some kind of fucking trendsetter. I'm just saying, you know, for the local scene, you guys have really
5: made an impact to the yeah. point of,
4: oh wow, look, that's cool. They're doing local, but who did they just talk to? Did they just talked to fucking Clutch. What? They're doing, yeah. You know, holy crap. You yeah, know, I mean, uh, I, mean <laughs> I never know what's coming next. You know, I mean, you're talking to guys from Megadeth. You're talking to guys from. I mean, what's the biggest name you've done? Here, let me interview you. What's the biggest name you've done in your eyes? Who's your favorite interview?
2: Well, that was probably. Besides favorite, besides segment, besides of course, segment. yeah.
4: The <laughs> yeah. favorite and biggest is different. <laughs> well, that's just... So, yeah. That's why it was a two-part question.
1: Biggest is uh, Gene Simmons, hands yeah. down. Yeah. That was insane. Wow. Uh, well, and Sunshine just... Yeah, I mean, that was autopilot. I don't even... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't even... Uh, well,
0: what I liked about that is that everybody's got this perception about him that he's an asshole. But, but, but that's just like a front, you know,
2: for... Probably just to keep people at distance yeah. from him. I, don't yeah. I mean, he because totally, everyone I know who's met him has yeah. said that they're like he was cracking jokes and just yeah. having oh, a good yeah. time He's, and cool He's super gracious. Yeah, he was out
0: front meeting you know random fans out there before he went back to press and oh, wow. and they had to cut us the interview off like the like his manager or whatever. I I had just had to tell him to stop because there's other Stopping like news. there's some newspaper out here waiting. He's like, all right, guys, sorry. <laughs> so it wasn't like you know <laughs> I, some I, people yeah. where it's like you yeah. got ten minutes, to get the fuck out. I couldn't. I couldn't believe
1: that. It was like, when we got done, it was like Will Ferrell coming out of that speech at the end of Old School when he doing the debate. <laughs> like, uh <laughs> Did that just happened. I don't even remember any of that. It just uh, such autopilot. So that was, yeah. So that's
4: the biggest, who's your wow. favorite? You both got different favorites, I'm sure. Uh, right? God,
1: favorite would probably be, oh, Jesus.
4: Jesus, you guys interviewed Jesus. Well, how did you you make that happen? It's all Trent.
1: He knows all the people. I don't. I just kind of. I just kind of tag along. Um, You know, the crowbar and the crowbar. Kirk Winstein from Crowbar is probably both those times. That was that was pretty awesome. Um, But I I don't know. I'm sure there's stuff I'm forgetting. My
0: favorite Uh, one is Shooter Jennings. Yeah, Shooter Jennings. That that was see, that was
1: amazing. I mean, yeah, so.
0: I mean, just because that was way—I cool. mean, it was way cooler than I expected, and easier to talk to, to most people. At that level, cool. Cool. Wow. Reed Mullen from C.O.C. and Frank Cannon from Tesla—that was a phone interview, yeah. but that was just a milestone for me because that's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Shit. Yeah, great good.
2: guitar player.
6: How did you get? How did you get that set up?
0: Just contacted his publicist. Really? Yeah. Man, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's it, how most of them work. I mean, we talked you know, about that before. It's like once it seemed hard at first, and it it was, I guess, but once you got a few people to do it, then they just kind of
4: yeah, all of a sudden you like, like do them right. yeah. them saying, "Hey, yeah, yeah we'll do it." I mean, and all these
1: all all these guys, all these bands, they have their their management and their PR contacts on their Facebook, just out in the open. So,
0: I mean, some of them are hard to find, but most of them yeah, are readily. But, but like, when we did Gene Simmons, that in turn got us the guitars from Seven Dust because he, you know, heard or read one of the stories that came from that and was Mm -hmm. contradicting what Gene Simmons was saying. So I just sent him an email personally, skipped his publicist, and said, Hey, you want to come on and talk about this? And he said, Sure. Came on a week later. And and Bruce Kulick from used to be in Kiss, you know, same way. I just contacted him and said, Hey, we had Gene Simmons on, and he said some stuff about. You on revenge? You want to come on? He said, "Sure."
2: That's so. awesome.
0: That as soon it. as you get Gene Simmons on, you can throw that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you yeah, got Jesus too. That's, yeah, and yeah. Jesus. That yeah. Uh, maybe
2: Gene Simmons was. Yeah, I, he I talked guess, about you. I guess it sounds like. I mean, if
6: you just need to ask. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'd rather try and fail than not try and wonder. Yeah. yeah so, well, it's yeah. really
2: cool that you guys are being are interviewing people of that caliber, but still coming back to the local. I mean, oh yeah, definitely. you know I mean that, we'll always do exactly. that we was, have to do that you know? it was overwhelming I'm sure when you
5: putting that together people that were snapping on board
3: mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: I'm sure yeah. you didn't have much oh well we're gonna need a band here or there it was probably everybody you were like probably could have went two or three days or, or more you know Yeah. I and mean, you went two full days and it was packed out so, are you guys going to
4: build that thing to something the size of Oklahoma and make it you know, thunder underground? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're going to do the flyover Call of the missing man formation. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: all up to other people. We we weren't the promoters. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're well, happy just, it happened. That, and, you know, they all made it sound like it's everybody's on board to do it again. So we'll see yeah. where it goes. You know?
5: But uh, so a lot of these bands are, you guys doing what you do had no problem. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, because
4: that's the first show I think I've taken where I was. You you said something and I was like, yeah, we'll do it. And I was like, I better, probably ought to ask the guys, but yeah, I mean, we'll it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, usually that's what I have to say is let me get with the fellas and see what they say, you know. But that one was, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Sure. Oh, yeah, that well, was kind appreciated of appreciated
0: it. Yeah, sure. that was kind of a big honor. Whenever you know Travis told us he started reaching out to people and he's like, hey, we're doing a show, and people are like, all right, and he's like, it's work done underground. And he said. Half of them just said yes right then, yeah. you know, yeah. without even checking with the rest of their band or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's exactly the way yeah. it was. Everybody, and guarantee it was
4: unanimous. Yeah. We were, oh, oh right. hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell but In right. fact, I think that's the only thing we had on the books for a while because we were still trying to get back into the studio. That was the one yeah. that came up
3: yeah.
4: as we were trying to go to the studio. It was, you know, we can, we'll run a set for a few weeks and take some time off writing. We still get writing and we just, you know, not as much.
1: Well, uh, do you guys have any more shows lined up? Next show, I believe,
4: is tentatively scheduled for March. Because okay. uh, holidays are tough for us. Like I said, we all have kids. Yeah. you know. So, But uh, some of us have kids on the way. Um, but... We uh, <laughs> do it in March. <laughs> you know, I to do yeah, on the day yeah, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the whole focus right now is...
5: Oh.
4: Right, right, right. Yeah, more like new, material, new material, new yeah. material. Yeah. So, and it's like I said with Chris... Three quarter sending stuff. It's it's a much easier thing to write at a distance, kind of remotely, and then get in here and not have to go back over what it was we were
2: working on. Everybody's on the same page as soon as we hit the door. So, and we, and we do have, have uh, Redeemers now uh, available <laughs> yes, on iTunes yeah, I'm, I'm and Spotify. Yeah, and, yeah cool. and thanks. You guys played it on your yeah, show definitely. recently. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. And uh, what else? Seems like there was some more. Cool things that we had going on with that song. No,
3: oh, we, got we are Tulsa. The,
4: yeah, we are Tulsa music. Yeah, yeah I'm you guys are nominated. Best single, best song, Yeah, totally congrats well. on that, man. Yeah, yeah. same to you. Thank congrats. you. I won't say I voted for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so lots happening. It's a cool time to be in the Tulsa music scene. I mean, it's still It, is. it had a lull there for a little while, but it's it's pushing back. There's some. There's some really kick-ass talent and really kick-ass people mm-hmm. in this town, so we're glad to be a part of it. Well, thanks.
1: We appreciate it. Yeah, that man. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, Thank you guys. You. You want to hear good. something corny? Today,
0: yeah. I looked at my memories and... It's my three-year anniversary of becoming your Facebook friend. Why didn't you post it and say something uh, shared it? Did you get a little video? Yes. Did you get the little roller coaster I didn't get the video. It was just in the bottom where it said, friends you made today, and it was you and one other person. You put paradise in the sand. Me, (laughs) me, first. (laughs) Me or the the Space Chris dad? dad. No, just you. Oh, me. Yeah. So I guess that other one was longer ago than that, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't start
4: mine until 2015, because I was not, I'm still not uh <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything, but, yeah, Facebook's not, not my favorite place. Oh, it's a big waste of time.
1: Well, it's <laughs> like this
0: morning or
1: it's no, no, it's this afternoon either. I got on it and I saw all these posts from Sunday morning. I'm like, fuck Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, <there."> yeah, <laughs> technology. Fuck.
0: Remember when you used
4: to just go over to people's houses and hang out with them? Yeah, no, I know. I meet no. people, and I have to hold my hands up in this, like a little box. I'm like, oh yeah, I know you now. I, yeah, can, I didn't recognize yeah. you until I look at little... you through my little box. <laughs> oh, that's you,
1: yeah. We <laughs> used to see those tiny little squares on your phone. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the first show where we decided we're going to start covering local bands
4: and stuff. The Throwdown
1: in Midtown.
5: Yeah, like
0: like right when we started recording, wasn't it or no? Well, we, didn't did no we didn't start the podcast until early May. Yeah,
5: it's May.
0: But we went to that and posted about it, like on posted Instagram. About,
1: yeah. Oh yeah,
0: and I got in trouble by that's Steve right. Murdoch, We didn't right. even know Murdoch. <laughs> I
1: didn't even know him, and he called me and sued so, me out. No, I, I made
0: a, <laughs> I made an, an Instagram post where I like, I, go I designed shoot. it myself. You know, it's well, like, like I use Photoshop at work all the time, so I just made this. Cool looking thing, put it on there. And he calls, like, what the fuck is this? You know, we didn't design this. This is promoting our show, you know, with the, your own <laughs> graphics. And we're like, dude, sorry, we'll pull it down. He's like, no, just next time, ask me first. Like,
3: okay,
0: <laughs> I'm going to leave this on here so he can't. Yeah, hear yeah. yeah. It was so like, now it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a large, we it's we funny. learned some shit of what we were supposed to do. Time. Time. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. Yes. You see, Bird dogs all the time. Lighten up, Francis.
4: When can we tell people that we were at the 200th and, you know, stick up your ass because we're the one?
0: <laughs> we still can do going? it now? There's yeah. <laughs> 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 no
5: editing. editing. Do it now. <laughs> no editing. Damn it, Chris, quit talking like that. very
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I really, really. I do appreciate
4: you guys. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, we weren't just bullshit.
0: There you go. Severmind. Very glad, like I said earlier, to have these guys. Not only back for a third time, but on this landmark episode number two hundred.
1: Yes, definitely an honor. Glad they were with us. Yes.
0: So, if you're not, fam- if for some reason you weren't familiar with Seven Mine or you didn't know they had new music out, they've got new music with that. We played Headcase earlier. Yeah. You can also find Redeemer on all their socials. Go check that out. Check out their older stuff. It's great as well. They've got new stuff coming in 2019, so be on the lookout for that. Great-ass fucking band. You know, and we love them. Definitely. But yeah, just, you know, going back through the last couple hundred episodes, you know, we mentioned those bands. Mentioned earlier Driver. You know, Mike DiPetrillo has been on here like five times. Members of Driver have been on here other times. You know, we've had guys from, like you said, Fist of Rage multiple times, Grind multiple times. Reliance Code. Yes. Who else from this area am I not thinking of? Oh, my God. Steve Ray's been on here multiple times, Steve a local Ray, legend. Yeah. Um, and oh, hold on, before we start trying to remember names. Okay. <laughs> in that episode, you heard, you are in that interview you just heard. Yes. I I brought up Bunnies of Doom and said, hey, you know, what would be the odds if this could ever happen? You know, and Stacy kind of, yes, eh, you know, kind of danced around it, but said maybe if it's someone's birthday or something... Alluding to something that could happen. Yeah. And then just recently... Look what happened. If you go to the Shrines website, you will see that on March... I believe it's March 9th. It's a Saturday, so it's either the 8th or the 9th. Bunnies of Doom is reuniting. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah, so I guess it's Dave Cantrell's 50th birthday, right around that time. And so they've decided to reunite, and it's only 5 bucks, and it's at the Shrine. This is a can't miss show people. Yeah, I mean we gotta be there. Yeah. We will be there. Absolutely. So also go check out Old Capital Underground, which Jason brought up in that interview. Yes. You'll see more about Bunny's Doom in there. But so yeah, we're really looking forward to that. That's and right.
1: And and the, you know we've had those guys on Dave Cantrell, Terry Waska, Brian Crane. Yeah. You know, that's part of the you know all those
0: guys. Yeah. The the list is very long. The list also includes You know, people you might have heard of, like Gene Simmons from KISS. Bruce Kulik, formerly of KISS. Dave Elfson from Megadeth. Frank Hanna from Tesla. Tommy Victor from Prong. Two of the members of COC have been on here. Kirk Winstein from Crowbar and Down. um, Jimmy Bauer from Down and Superjoint and I Hate God. That's right. We've had on also Stephen Taylor from Superjoint and Phil and someone's solo band, The Illegals. We've had on... Biff Byford from Saxon, we mentioned earlier. That's right. Guys from Black Star Writers, Warrant, Europe, Saving Abel, Shine Down, Sons of Texas. Sid Falk from Overkill was one of our early episodes. Exactly. It's a two parter and it's fucking great. That was a good one. Hate Breed. Yes. Kicks. Candle Box. Candle
1: Box. Miss May I. Guar. Uh, he is Legend.
0: Which we should have mentioned up front that. Jacob Clovis printed that amazing shirt for us. See? There you go. For he is legend. That's right. That we gave to Skylar. That's, that's awesome. Talked about uh Stephen Nick's butthole. Oh my god. Well you okay. Hey, I think about Stephen Nick's butthole at least once a day. Oh, Jesus and I'm sure Christ. that now Skylar Kroom does as well because he's got a shirt that talks about. Him. <laughs> <Ugh>. Poor <laughs> Tracy. Hey, she probably thinks about his butt, her butthole once a day, too. She's okay, loads we of need I to go. This
1: is over. <laughs> this this episode's done. Well, not
0: completely. We Episode 200 in. is marred. All of these episodes are on SoundCloud, <laughs> <laughs> backslash Dash Thunder- Underground. You can listen on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, MixCloud, YouTube, all that great stuff. We're on every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central on 102. 7WSNR.com You can also find us on WeAreTulsaMusic.com They've got some Podcasts linked up on there, we're one of them So shout out to them for that Definitely And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook All that great stuff YouTube as well, subscribe Get on Patreon, send us a few bucks That helps out as well Of course and I think that covers all that typical stuff. Okay, so
1: episode 300, what do you want to have accomplished by episode 300? What's your goal, Trent?
0: I, I assume have several of mine back. Well, of, of course. You mean in the hundred the 99 episodes between there? Yes. I would say that the, I want to get Taylor Hansen, Maria Brink, and the drummer from Molly Hatchet on here. Okay. All right. As random as that is. And I don't like, in this moment, I just think it'd be cool to have her on because people might listen. It just probably smells good. (laughs) As random as that is, I'm going to hold you to that. All three
1: of them? No, at least one of them. Okay. One of them. At least one of those you have to have by episode 300 or you're going to have to do something crazy. I don't know what. (laughs) Well, what's your things? Oh no! One, well, nah, I don't know. Oh, about you don't all have that. stuff. No, okay. I don't have all that. I James just,
0: Hetfield. That, three- that'll never happen
1: by three hundred. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I just want to keep rocking, man. Yeah. I think I think by by episode three hundred, I want to do a whole episode where it's just me talking, doing all the intro, and then I interview you. Okay. I'm gonna interview you about. Uh, you know, I'm going to interview you about your view on uh, worldviews and politics. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, and then we're, I'm going to, you know, give out your phone number at the end of it. Okay. And uh, by episode 300, that's what I want to do.
0: Okay. All right. I might be down for that except for the phone number part. No,
1: no. Phone number has to be in there. Okay. Email address at least. Your personal email address at least. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta do something for me. Okay, maybe the email,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, coming up for sure. We have an interview with Childbite that we did recently. Yes, That's they have been up. on here before. They'll be back. We've also got our Best of 2018 episode coming up here in the next few weeks. That's right. Where we talk about the albums of the year, which we do that every year as well. Mm-hmm. And. By the next episode, I think we'll have a few more surprises that we can yes. talk about as well.
1: There there are things in the works, so, you know, we're going to see what we can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, going back, our first, uh, was our very first episode about Rock Oh, fuck, I don't know. I think it was. I don't know. Which is funny, because that's like where we gained most of our followers initially. Yes. Which is a cool thing, you know? Yes, yeah, definitely a cool thing. Because we did a preview, and then we did a a review, Mm -hmm. and in between there, we also did our thing, like we did a big four thing, just a random talk. Yeah. Those are the first three episodes. Yeah, 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 that's right. And then the first person we ever had on this podcast outside of us was Michael Thrasher. That's right. So shout out to him. And then we had on Justin Poole. That's right. And Seth Carnes. That's right. Those were our first three people before we got into Down for Five and... All that, yeah. Dead Metal Society and there's our friends. We like, you
1: know, they're our guinea pigs. Yeah, Or interview guinea pigs. Which we should all have them back on at some point for something else. Yeah, I you mean, know, we've I, talked to I Seth believe. about
0: doing one. Yes, so we can Maybe easily soundtracks get soundtracks and shit. Yeah, we can easily get JP and Thrasher back in here as well. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so and that's you what know, you got to look forward to in the next hundred episodes. And you know,
1: with the next goddamn, I don't know, month or so, they're going to release the Oklahoma lineup. So we could do like a.
0: Well, that's in January sometime. Yeah. M- well, it's December. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said that's month right. or so. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I forgot it's already December. Sure. Well, yeah. And
1: so we could do like a reaction episode or some shit, you
0: know. Of course. Oh, yeah. Here's the 200 more. By God. By God. Cheers. All right. Until next time.
6: Marquee thing out in front of the student center, and instead of says the group pods, it said the Grove pilots. Uh, <laughs> nice. Are you kidding me? You <laughs> from Grove? You guys from Gro- I know, man, that's what everybody thought. I was like, yeah.
1: And then, like, you know, you feel like a dick asking them to change it, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean,
6: you want to. <laughs>
2: As a jerks <laughs> <laughs> my favorite's Pro Creek's Marquee where they have like the daily special and then underneath it's the band so it's like <laughs> the fried shrimp's the headliner and then the yeah. 12, you know, <laughs> it's it's
1: it's the old spinal tap thing if I told him once I told him a thousand times put spinal tap on top
5: <laughs> thunder <laughs> underground y'all